This week on S4C, there's no Scoria, no football this weekend, but there is some rugby action. So tune in to S4C to watch Wales hosting Australia live from the Principality Stadium with a 20 past five kickoff on air at 10 to 5. Tune in, enjoy the rugby, watch Wales power through to a historic win, hopefully. And then next week, oh, I will advertise. I'll plug the life out of this next week on the next podcast. We've got the football returning. Internationals. Wales hosting Denmark in the big match. Week after, Wales against Albania away. We've got a game at Carnarvon on the Saturday. Plenty going on. But for this week, from the Principality Stadium, Wales against Australia, 10-2-5 on S4C. Tune in. He likes to tell you if anyone will listen About his seven caps His chocolate knees His distinct lack of pace Now it's a long shot Welcome to the Longman's Football World Podcast. Today's guest, let's get straight to it. A man who I didn't know. A man checking out on Wikipedia who makes me look like a one-club wonder. I've found him. I've found someone who played for more clubs than myself. And what a man he is. Mr. Jermaine Easter. Hartlepool, Cambridge, Boston, Stockport, Wickham, Plymouth, Millwall, Colchester, MK Don, Swansea, Crystal Palace, Millwall, again, Bristol Rovers, oh my god, 12 caps for Wales, what a man, what a character, one of the funny guys in the dressing room, a cutting personality, you knew, if you were going to look out of place, if you were wearing something that you shouldn't be, like I was for this podcast, he was going to pick up on it, he would roast you, and it's a pleasure catching up with the main man himself. Hopefully you guys enjoy this conversation with Jermaine Easter. Mr. Jermaine Easter, here we are, mate. The posh part of Cardiff. Hello, pal. Cheers for the invite, lad. Not a problem, mate. Not yeah. a problem, those things. Beautiful little spot. Spotted the resin driveway on the way in, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Impressive, lad. Nice, mate. Nice. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. It's crumbling, though, isn't it? It is crumbling, mate. The bloody geezer absolutely killed me. What Changed. I've uh, I've got some some chap from up the valley, mate. Pay cheap, pay twice. You know what they're like. So anyway, well, you didn't pay cheap. You, you well, paid a lot, and you still have to pay I twice. Had my pants pulled down, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, it started crumbling. I've got some rendered and out the back, and the geezers are using all their tools to get rid of the mess out the front, and mm. he's jet washed my resin away, mate. That resin is supposed to be like. Untouchable. Water tight, mate. It's like, only been out there. How many years? What, what did he tell you? He's what been did he for years, mate? I've got a ten-year warranty. Ten years, yeah. His company's disappeared, and he's, he's not answering me texts. Has he got a website? It's disappeared. It's gone, it? gone. He's gone. He's a ghost, mate. <laughs> so you're talking? It's been there four years. That that'll be at the not the height of your powers, lad. Um, but it'll be at a time when you're playing football. Yeah. And I go through the same. I look at some of the shit that I bought. Yeah. and think what was I thinking oh, like now now that I've finished you're just looking at things a little bit more carefully yeah, massively yeah same massively. same thing 100% mate me and my missus had a conversation last night and she's actually told me off yeah you're loose Jermaine you need to rein it in and I'm like it's difficult though isn't it to be able to when you've earned X amount of money and then the 
the the decrease in salary is so vast, it's it's hard to 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 bridge the gap. And I suppose that all footballers go through. And I'm not complaining. When when did you finish? I finished not this summer. Summer before. Summer before. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had a little bit of time. I would you agree that the first. It could be the first year. It's probably different for everybody. Yeah. I guess it depends how much savings you've got. Yeah, yeah. But that first year, it's like a chill out period. Exactly. You know, and you yeah. enjoy being away from being regimented. Yeah. Uh, all your routine. You're told where to be, when to be there. Yeah. And you're just chilling out, enjoying life. Yeah. To but be, it com- comes a point. You're in the big bad world. Yeah, exactly. I've been out of it, out of it now for 15 months, and to be fair, I was fortunate enough to get a job straight away. So I've not gone for a period. I've not worked. But. It's it, it, it's difficult, mate. How is the male gigolo service going? Yeah, oh, it's brilliant, mate. Yeah, plenty plenty of people wanting my work. <laughs> <laughs> you stepped into the agency business, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's good, mate. Keeps me busy. I'm always out of games. Last year, I think I went to about eighty games in in the season. So I'm always watching different age groups, different levels. So no, it's good. It keeps me busy. I've got thirteen players I look after now. So you know, it's good. Going back to that that money one though, again. It depends what you've earned, doesn't it? And, and everyone's different in the way that they spend. Yeah. It might be little things. I look at this belt that I bought, mate. Oh. It's an absolute rascal. To be fair, you've always had bad clubber, haven't you? Well, do you know what? I changed this that T-shirt. That baggy T-shirt you've got, mate. He's Here's the story. Drove down in like just this little grey T-shirt and thought, I've got my usual stop uh, when I come down to Cardiff. Rayada. Just after Rayada, there's a services. Yeah, Nice little Starbucks machine in the in the garage. So stopped there as a little Greg's in. I was on. Thought oh, I'll change my t-shirt there. Bought this from H and M. Little white t-shirt. So I'm downgrading it. Little H and M t-shirt. Bought it the other week. I haven't worn it yet. Yeah, put, I it tell it I like put it on. I put it out the packet, mate. I put it on. I thought I've got the wrong size here. I've, I knew it was a long t-shirt, but what have you gone for then? Have you gone for extra long? Yeah, it's an extra long. It's time to grow up, mate. Why? You're 37, pal. <laughs> I've gone for the extra long. Listen, for a physique like myself, mm. how long I actually am. Yeah. You know, normally it suits, but this size is all wrong, pal. It's all wrong, mate. Is it? What have you asked for when you've gone up and you've said, excuse me, sir, that white no, T-shirt? No asking, is it? Because I've had it from there before. So okay. I thought, oh, I must be the same one. I'll just pick that up off the rack. You've gone in a women's department there and picked up an extra large 90. This is a blouse, mate. <laughs> isn't it? I was a bit embarrassed. I thought, I might just go back into the grey that's already got sweat patches on it. Yeah. You know, I know I know what Jermaine Easter's like. He will he'll clock tonight. this early, <laughs> mate. He'll clock it early. And I'm glad when I came in and I was desperate for a toilet after a long drive that I've seen you. Yeah, you've got a lovely resin drive. You know, everything's looking nice in the kitchen. Yeah. You haven't got a toilet seat, mate. It no, snapped in half. I know. That's Times me, are hard. That's like. my brother, mate. He's overweight. He sat on it and snapped it, mate. And I'm just too lazy to replace it. <laughs> so uh, have you have you got over that initial period then? Uh, I know you, you're saying you stepped into a job. Yeah. But how how's it been for you? It's, to be fair, I was pretty shrewd when I played in terms of savings and stuff like that. So it hasn't been a, a, a massive sort of shock to the to the system in terms of money because I've always had stuff put aside but it's difficult you know what I mean it's been good having the freedom and being able to do what I want to do and go on holiday anytime I want to go and and stuff like that and not have to think about diet even though I still do but if I want to eat whatever I can I can yeah so that that part of it's been good but then you do miss the day-to-day of, of being in the dress room and the lads and stuff like that I think that's probably what I miss the most yeah yeah definitely well just turning up and knowing Knowing you, you'd be having someone off. Or yeah, just people the banter. Be having you off. Just the banter. Just be, you know what it's like. You go to work and it's not work, is it? It wasn't work. You go in and you have a laugh with your mates. Yeah. You train for a couple of hours or if you do double sessions, whatever. But you, basically, you're there with your mates and you're having a good time. So how do, how do you replace that? Um, it's, it's difficult because obviously I, I, a lot of my work now is from home and I'm on my own quite a lot. But it's not an, it's not a problem. Obviously... I sort of got my head around that there was going to be a transition, and you just got you just got to prepare for it, and I prepare for it mentally. So it's not been like some of my friends have struggled, um, being able to make that transition. You know Do, what I mean? Doesn't it makes it makes so much sense why some of the, those lads you're talking about have struggled though? Okay. Like I can I can see it. I, I would I'd back myself to be up there like mentally strong. I back myself, um, whatever pathway I'm on. But there's times I think to myself. 
this is tough, like. Yeah. And the Welsh language I use, if I didn't speak Welsh, I wouldn't be working the media for football now. Yeah, yeah. What, what the fuck would I be doing? I haven't got a clue, mm. you know? So for the, those other lads who maybe aren't quite as switched on or mentally strong or whatever, whatever you want yeah. to call it, where you're in that football bubble, you think it's going to last forever, how tough is that for them? No, it's tough, mate, it's tough. And now I'm doing the job I'm doing and I've got a young players that I need to look after and sort of guide them throughout their careers. You, you've got to send the message, mate, that it's never going to last forever and you've got to prepare. Simple as that. You've got to prepare for the time where it ends and it may be 26, it may be 28, it may be 36. You never know. So you've always got to prepare for that that time when it comes. And it's difficult, but you, you just life goes on. you just got to get on with it. Do you find people don't want to listen, though? Because if I speak to someone like you now, not my job, but I say, if you can... Just downsize, even if you think, oh, I'm still going to be playing for another four years. Yeah. Like downsize, whether it's a mortgage or the car yeah, yeah. that you've got. Because you, you you go from the biggest wage you'll ever get yeah. to nothing overnight. Yeah, it, it, it's tough. It is tough. And I don't want to name names, but I've got one friend in particular that, that's had a... He struggled, to be fair, over the last 12, 15 months. We retired at a similar time. And um, he's just become slightly distant. And he's probably going through, through a touch of depression, but he, he, you know what it's like, people don't speak. I know David Costa's come out recently and sort of explained the, the mental issues he's had, and it's tough for people to, to be able to come out and speak about it, so um, it is hard. It is hard. Ego. You've got to keep your ego in check. You've got to keep, like, it's that keeping up with the Joneses kind of environment, football. Yeah, massively. As bad as any industry, massively. really, isn't it? Yeah, you can't, you can't. You can't be too proud and things come to an end and, and you've just got to deal with it the best you can. But it's, fortunately, I'm not one of those characters that, that's gone through some of the things that I know people have. Um, but it's, 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 it's not nice. It's not. And I feel sorry for those, those lads going through it. I had a little look on the Wikipedia, you know, before I got, came down here. That's about as, as much research as, as I do. And I saw the list of clubs and I thought, my God, this yeah. guy! This guy makes me look like a fucking Ryan Giggs, one well club man, mate. Well travelled, mate. Hey, we, we've embraced that journey of <laughs> life, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's a strange old industry, isn't it? Because none of us go into it thinking you're going to be a genuine. None no. of us wants to be a genuine. No, not at all. You think you're going to last in one place, yeah. or the biggest club you sign for, you're going to be there forever. Yeah. So that's not the reality, is it? Totally not. Um, I think a lot of my hopping around was when I was a bit younger and a bit of a hothead in terms of my decision making yeah um, and when things ain't going your way you spit your dummy out and I've got to leave I was that type of character when I was younger and obviously as you get older you learn that's not the way um, but yeah I played for a lot of clubs mate a lot would, would you like you probably don't live with regrets but do you look back are you happy with those decisions that you've made because it's got you got you to where you are now or would you change loads um, I would definitely change loads 100% um I look back on my career and I'm proud of what I did, but at the same time, I feel like it could have been better if I made correct decisions or I had the right people around me at a younger age. Yeah. What, yeah. Do, you, what do you mean the right sort of people? Are you talking about an agent or friends? Just or advice, just people? yeah. Just yeah. people. So, yeah, agents. Now I'm in, in the job. You see the job they do behind the scenes. Certainly the good ones, because there's a lot of crap ones out there. That's for sure. And like. I totally understand why managers wouldn't want to deal with them because a lot of them haven't got a clue mm. what they're talking about. But there's certainly the company I work for is one of the biggest in the UK. So there's a lot of good people at work there. And the work that goes on behind the scenes to be able to guide these kids and help them through the, the decision-making and stuff like that. I think if I was, was with the company I'm with now, when I was 22, 23, I think my career could have been different for sure. Would you have listened though? Because um, I knew you a little bit an, back then, mate. No, that's an interesting question. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'd like to think I would, but I don't know. I've got... why, why, do you, why do you think you were like that, though? Because I probably thought I knew it all. Does that come down to upbringing or just, just the way that you were? I think it's just me and the character I was. Um, a little chip that. on your shoulder, lad? Possibly. I've always been a nice fella, but <laughs> I did think I knew it all when I was, when I was younger, yeah. I remember, um, I, I have mentioned it to you, I think. I know what you're going to say. Uh, yeah, you knew this was coming. Swansea, FA Cup. FA Cup. <laughs> I, I don't know, do you remember the game? Stockport, Swansea, wasn't it? Yeah, so I was like, 
I can't remember you playing, I'll be honest, but <laughs> you've told me the story. I remember, so. I remember you playing. Um, so I was like quite fresh at Swansea and a lot of people talking. Did you come from Bangor? From Bangor, yeah, yeah. So like non-league, quite fresh on the scene. A lot of people talking, uh, this yeah. and that, Wales squads and shit yeah. like that. And then I remember that because that was going to be my first ever FA Cup game. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, you know, doing your interviews in the paper, FA Cup, this and that. It was Kenny the manager at the time. Kenny Jacket was the manager. Yeah. And then we came up against Stockport. And I just remember this fella that was playing up front. So I'm centre midfield and I was like, I had to be on your toes every now and then. And you'd be on my, like, just yeah. on my shoulder trying to nick it off me. And I had a terrible game, mate. I was poor. But my God, you let me know. <laughs> it was probably the first time I've ever come across, like, an, an opponent that was just in my ear saying how shit I was. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh my God, what's this all about? That's that 22-year-old with a chip yeah, on his shoulder, mate. All I can do is apologise. You're a bully, mate. I was a bully. Yeah, I'm not going to lie about it either. Do you know why you don't remember? Because that's just probably what you did every game. Yeah, mate, I was a pain, mate. You, there'd be a hundred of you saying exactly the same story, probably think I'm an arsehole of a man. <laughs> and to be honest with you, some of them would be, would be telling the truth. But... Would that be a good example of like um, one of those players that people look at I suppose I can answer this. Yeah. You play against someone, you think, he's a bellend. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's what I thought of you, mate. But I just had to, I think back then, I was better when I was playing on the edge. Yeah. I felt like I had to be in people's ears and be a pain because I play, I like to play angry. So if I was angry, I felt like I played better, which is why I was the way I was. Yeah, but it probably, I think, um, I think you've vindicated, because I'm talking about it now. So obviously you got in my head on yeah, that day. Yeah. That was the first time I've, I'm just a raw lad from North Wales. Yeah. It's one of the first times I've ever come across anything like that. Yeah. But you obviously saw me. I, I'd imagine you were like that with a lot. But say I was playing, I don't know, Roberto Martinez was next to me or Chris yeah, O'Leary, yeah. experienced campaigners. Yeah. You probably would have targeted. I would have said the same to you, them, mate. Would you? 100%. <laughs> don't take it personally. I probably would have said it. I don't know who was playing centre. I remember Sam was playing that day, Sam Ricketts. Yeah. He probably got it as well. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way I was I, I had bloody Tourette's mate there's something wrong with me <laughs> I like the way you said Sam Sam Ricketts uh, big Tosh is, he, Tosh has got in your head mate I know Sam Sam Ricketts oh mate we got some stories on old Tosh haven't we? we could do an, we could do two hours on Tosh can we oh mate what a guy I know we're going here there and everywhere here but let's let's get straight into the man Tosh was a lovely mate he gave me my debut so I can't knock the man but he was a funny bugger wasn't he Funny bugger is a good good description. But when was the first time you ever met him or, or knew that you were on his radar to get in the squad? Um, I was at Wickham at the time and I scored a load of goals in the cup run where we got to the semi-final. I think I played against Chelsea and I'd scored. And I heard Paul Lambert was my boss at the time and he said that there's a good chance you'll get called into the next squad and that they were going to be there that night and I'd scored. So the next squad, I think it was Northern Ireland... 2007 I think was my first squad yeah um, but yeah it was a huge honour I loved it mate absolutely loved it but yeah Tosh like I say he was a character wasn't he I rem- uh, the first time so that, that my first season with Swansea and he was doing the rounds I think he just got the job all these changes lads retiring and um, got news he wanted to meet me and Sam so we met him in Verdi's down, down the Mumbles yeah what a big deal, do you know what I mean? From the Welsh Premier League to, to yeah, this yeah. in a matter of a few months, you're meeting John Toshak, this big, massive fellow with his big bull head, yeah. ordering cappuccinos galore, <laughs> and just sat there and he, he just spoke spoke to us for a good, solid hour. Yeah. And you're just looking at him thinking, I didn't realise that was just going to be part of the story of getting to know Tosh over the yeah, next yeah. few years. I've, I've never met anyone like him. Well, he's a character, wasn't he? I remember that trip, I think, Northern Ireland and... I was a kid from League Two. Yeah. A load of Premier League players, a bit daunting. I'm sat at the front of the bus and uh, Roy Evans is sat in front of me and the phone rings, his phone. And um, it's a theme tune, I can't get no sleep. Right. Another house tune. Yeah. I couldn't believe my eyes, mate. Oh, my ears. Roy Evans. Roy Evans, he must have been in his 60s and he's listening to house music, I can't get no sleep, mate. That was the first sign that things were going to be interesting in the but next few years. Back then, would it have been like the proper song or would it have been one of those Nokias where it was, they've, sure they've it was made the music Nokia. into one of those... No, no, I think it was the proper song. 
It was it was outrageous, man. I couldn't believe my ears, honestly. Sixty odd year old man with a rave tune on his blower. <laughs> as a, you, you had those as a two, as a pair, Roy and and Tosh, and then Dean Dean Saunders. Then you had you had him into the mix. What oh, a trio that is, mate. Dino's top man, top man, big time as Albert, funny guy. He won the funniest. It didn't. Not that it didn't sit well with me. It was just weird that you had your first team coach to be the sort of character that he was. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd look at him and think, I would love to share a dressing room, like be a player at the same time as him. Yeah. But it was just a bit weird because he was acting like he was a player. Yeah. But he was a coach. Yeah. It was just strange, wasn't it? It was strange. But Dino was, was, was good with me, to be fair. He tried to sign me when, I was, when he was at Doncaster. He flirted around me when he was at Wolves in League One. So yeah. Dino, Dino's been, I like Dino, he's a good fella. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. One of the funniest characters, and, and I said said the story before about how you know the wild things you do like at the end of training and that. Yeah. How to how to score and do this. Yeah, I'll show you how to do this. Yeah. And I remember him trying to take penalties. <laughs> I'm not sure whether you were there. Yeah. And he'd say, "Yeah, lads, this is how you score a penalty: post, post, and in." So he's going for the post, post, and in, and he <laughs> he seemed to think that he had this theory about what you had to do, and he like he was wrapping his foot around them. Did it a couple of times, maybe scored, didn't quite get the post posting in. Yeah. Next one, he's hit it like with as much whip as you can have and standing just on the outside of the post is Tosh. And he's hit him square on the side of the head. Oh my Tosh is like, he's not hit the deck. Yeah. You can imagine that big head of his just little bit of a little bit of a twitch, you know? <laughs> like he's swatting a fly and then he's just turned around. Dino shat himself, mate. I bet he did, mate. He ain't going to flinch him the size of that head, is it? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not surprised he didn't move. <laughs> what, did, what did you think, though? What are the best times? The meetings? The team talks? Meetings were hilarious. You remember, were you in... Um, you must have been... Was it? I can't remember. Luxembourg away. You must have been there that trip. Yeah, uh, Luxembourg away. Where you called but, me Jerome. That, one. that was my debut, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Mate, that was funny, wasn't Go it? Go on, describe that then. So, I think... I'm not sure if it was Denmark the game before. I think it was. And I got called in late, so yeah. I came for the Luxembourg game, and I don't. It was, that was in two thousand and nine, so I'd been in the squad for two years leading up to that. And uh, he's up there doing the team talk with Roy, and it was me and Churchy were playing up front that day, and uh, he was telling us where to run and all the rest of it, and then he's referred to me as Jerome. So I'm sat there, and in my head I'm thinking, who's he talking to? Simon, who's, Simon who's, and Jerome. Who's he talking to? Yeah. Who's Jerome? I'm thinking in my head. And most fellas probably would have thought, just let it go. Yeah. I couldn't let it go. Yeah, but he said he said it a second time, didn't he? he said it was three the, or four that times. was the that was the trick. Three or four times. Jerome, you get in the channel. Simon, you come off. Mate, it was carnage, so I've gone, excuse me, who's Jerome by the way? <laughs> and he's turned to Roy in his big deep voice. Who's Jerome then, Roy? And it's Jermaine. And, it, and the whole room just erupted in laughter, but it was bonkers, mate, honestly. And now <laughs> everyone refers to me. If I see Bellas, Bellas is doing the 18s, and I see Bellas, I can hear someone hollering me from 100 yards, Jerome! <laughs> so it sticks, mate. Can't get, can't get away from it. <laughs> but did it, did it stick more because you've reacted? Probably, I know, mate. How much would your head have been bubbling? Oh, just, bubbling. just bubbling on the first time, you're probably thinking, what's that all about? Is he, is he talking about me there? Yeah. And was Cameron Jerome playing for Cardiff at the time? I'm not sure. So I don't know if he had Cameron Jerome in his head God, for some, do, do you know what I mean, the way he tossed his head worked? He probably just listened to Robson and Jerome or something before he came <laughs> in the meeting, mate, and just called but, me Jerome. I've no idea. By the third or fourth, you just couldn't let it go, mate. No, I couldn't, mate. You had to tell That's him. That's just me, in a nutshell, mate. <laughs> Isn't it? Can't let things go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they, they were comedy, weren't they, where we'd have to watch the games... In its entirety. There was no clipping games oh, then, mate. No, there was no chopping games. You then, knew, mate. right, lunch at half have, six. Did, the, did we even have an analyst back then? I can't even remember. No, it was just a video, wasn't it? It wasn't remember. even a DVD, I don't think. It was a it was a video in and just watch the whole game. Madness. And we just had to sit there for an hour and a half. I know, yeah. With Tosh talking over the game. Funny, mate. But what a guy. Oh, he's yeah. Absolute character. I bet you've had some stories since you've been doing this podcast about Tosh. And I was close to getting him on a couple of weeks ago, but he, uh, he wasn't well, so he's, he's on the list, mate. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. I'm going to be feeding that ego, no <laughs> problem. Yeah, just tickle his balls, mate, it'll be fine. <laughs> what was it like for you? You know, similar experiences, um, being in the squad loads. Yeah. 
and not not getting on all the time. Yeah. So you're part of that squad. Um, often, I think it changed at some point where everyone in the squad could be on the bench. But there's periods where I'd be one of the ones left out. Yeah, I spoke yeah. to Crofty about it recently. It'd be me, Crofty. Yeah, I was. I was. I remember being. I think it was Slovakia away, and um, it was around the time that everyone was on the bench. And I remember me and Crofty being in the stand there. Um, yeah, it was difficult, mate. It was difficult because you go away for ten days, two weeks sometimes, and although you're in the squad and it's an honour to be in the squad, you feel on the periphery because you're not playing. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it was great to, to to be a part of it. It was like it was like an honour. Obviously, we enjoyed being a part of it. But you you imagine that these players now who retire from international football. And it's because maybe they've played loads of games, got loads of caps, and then all of a sudden they're not quite in the mix, mm. so then they're done. Well, that was that was us in a nutshell, wasn't it? Yeah, we, yeah. we were the guys who had to, at times, fill in when other guys pulled out and yeah. you knew there was nothing wrong with them, but you were happy because yeah. you were getting in, the, getting in the mix. Exactly, yeah. But sometimes you just want to feel wanted and you, you just want to feel part of it a little bit more, don't you? Get, get the respect of the other exactly, boys. Exactly, but like I say, it, it was an honour to be. I think I played 12 times and... I would like to have it to be more than that, but it is what it is. Any goals, lad? No, which is a big uh, regret. Any chances? Yeah. Go on. Plenty of chances. Um, that Luxembourg game, I probably should have scored, scored a couple. I never did. So what was the score on that one? See if it's won, the same one. I think we won 2 no. Is it the one where Fred Eastwood scored? No. A different um, one? No, because me and Churchy played, so I don't think Freddie was in the squad. Okay. Uh, I think Rambo scored. Um... Yeah, he did. He scored a free kick. I'm not sure he scored the other one. But you had a chance, yeah? I had two great chances. Rambo put them on a plate for me and never scored. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Jammer. I know. What sort of chances are they? I should have took them, mate. Yeah? Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Just sleepless nights thinking about them? Um, at the time, yeah. It is a regret, mate, to be fair now, when I look back on my career, not scoring for Wales. Makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, definitely. you're proud of those 12 caps, but 12 <coughs> caps, one goal. Yeah, that, that's just nicer, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. At least you had a chance, lad. Yeah, yeah. I had a great chance in my last game against Holland. Did you? 2014, I think my last cap was. That was my last squad that I was in. Away, yeah? Away, yeah. I can't um, remember the chance. I what, came what on. Was that one? I think Guns made a long throw. Yeah. And I was in with the keeper. It was on an angle, but I was 1v1. And is, it, is that a Cleason? Mm, don't know. Um, he was at Barcelona, so he was obviously a great keeper. Oh, mate, you don't have to convince yeah. me. And. Uh, no, he saved it, maybe I should have done better. Yeah? Yeah. Fuck's sake. That's, that's that would have been, a sleepless night. That would have been great to sort of have ended it all with a goal, but it wasn't meant to be. So that was your last... <laughs> that was my last cap. And yeah. you got to deal with then the big boys coming through, Gareth Bale almost moving into, not a centre-forward position, but were you thinking, stick to left-back, mate? No, I remember when I broke in and he was a kid and he was left-back and he was he was awesome. I remember my debut, not my debut, my starting debut at the Millennium. Um, against San Marino yeah. and he was playing left back and I was playing up front with Bellas and Giggsy yeah. and uh, imagine you're in Division 4 and you that's the front three I'm thinking Jesus Christ it's, it's hard not to think what, what are you doing there when you've got those two either side of you but I remember Bailo then and he was he's a freak isn't he amazing he's a freak because those left back days I'd be in the team <coughs> like the training team you're playing against them for the week really aren't you preparing yeah. them for the game yeah. and he's at left back and I'd be filling in at right back say so he starts off a long way away from me yeah. but I know he's coming Yeah, you know and I'm getting into a jockey position when he's 30 <laughs> metres away and he's still absolutely destroying me for pace just another level his pace is frightening and it's a how how pleasurable that's a word isn't it yeah how pleasurable to like just be part of that squad and seeing players like that. I remember, course, yeah. I remember one where I, midfield took a little bit too much time on the ball. Like in normal normal training at your club. Standard procedure for you, <laughs> wasn't it? Normal, normal day-to-day at your club, it's fine. You know, yeah. just that little split second and I think Joe Allen nicked it off my foot. He's then pinged a diag uh, to Aaron Ramsey. Beautiful touch. He's fed a little pass inside to Bale. Turned... Bang! Top corner, right in the stanchion, within like probably six seconds. And yeah. I'm looking at it, thinking, "Jesus Christ, yeah. this is another level, mate." Yeah, it's good, don't it? No, it's good to be a part of it, mate. And especially those younger players. Um, you see those younger players coming through now. Well, has got a lot to be excited about. To be fair, with, with 
Ampadu and Matt Smith and Tyler Roberts and Harry Wilson and all those players. Some great young players coming through. Bellas has got to be one of <clears throat> an inspiration for you, maybe? Or Bellas was one of the... To be fair, I got huge amount of respect for, for, for Craig. Um, he's obviously a Cardiff lad. I've known Craig since I was a kid because uh, my cousin grew up in the same area as him. So when I'd be over there, he'd be, he'd be knocking about. So I've known him for a long, long time. And the career he's had is, is amazing. And But when you see the way he works and the way he goes about his business day to day, which a lot of people probably wouldn't know. Yeah. He's he's one of the best trainers I ever ever worked with. The intensity he trains at was insane. Even the warm ups. Do you know like a warm up where <clears throat> cone to cone, and it's a sprint. Yeah. And you know you're you're ambling through it. I'm certainly ambling through it. Yeah. You know you're saving your energy for a game or something. Yeah. Cone to cone sprint for him is a sprint. Yeah, yeah. Just little things, just high standards that he had. Yeah, his standards were high. In, like I say, now I'm watching a lot of football. I've been to watch his 18s team play quite a lot. And um, you can see the way they play. is It's a Craig Bellamy team, the intensity they play at. What's he like on the sidelines? Oh, he barks all the time like a bloody lunatic. But it's good for the kids because they're playing at proper intensity. It's not tippy-tappy, slow nonsense. It's proper football. I think he, I think he's one of the best pundits. Like I don't <laughs> I don't watch that debate on Sky Sports. And, but if he's on, yeah. I, I will watch it. Yeah, I think he's, he's it, honest, is he? He's yeah. honest as it is, long so. Yeah, honest, but a lot of the times, even if he's quite aggressive with that honesty, mm. when you see, if, unless you dislike Craig Bellamy and you got it in your head that whatever he's saying doesn't make sense or you disagree, what he says is yes, it's honest, but it's like well, he's very knowledgeable. He is, isn't he? Yeah, very. Knows football like all the league. Even when he was playing in the Premier League, he he knew about League Two, about yeah, League yeah. One. He watched everything. Yeah, he just he's football daft, isn't he? He loves mm. it. Um, yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a good guy Craig obviously he's had bad press over the years and sometimes rightly so but he's a decent fellow when you know him he's a good guy and <clears throat> how tough would it have been for you? you you spoke briefly like about being in the squad and sometimes that feeling of belonging Yeah. whether you're playing in the team or, or you're training with the likes of Craig Bellamy because you know I would have had exactly the same experiences where you, you sometimes question one do you belong here? And then if you get over that and you think yes, because I've been named in the squad. Yeah. And then two, almost what are they thinking? Yeah. What what's Bellamy thinking now that he's he's here with this lanky <laughs> League One player? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I suppose I thought like that when I was in League Two, but then when I got to the Championship, I never really did because the squad was a lot of the squad was made up of other Championship players, so I didn't really think. Like that, to be fair. That's kind of the time that you thought you do. I didn't really think of it. I just thought I was happy to be in the squad, and if I wasn't, that was that. I didn't really think too much into it, to be fair. Paul Lambert at Wickham. Got some stories about him, I'm sure. Yeah, he's, he's top man, Lambert. Great fella. Um, we did brilliant with him. He was great, to be fair. He was really good with me. Um, an aggressive jock. Uh, another one who loves his football. Um, when you see some of the players he signed from lower leagues and stuff like that that have gone on, he, he gives players an opportunity. He gives players like lower league players a chance. Yeah. He always used to say the Premier League's a myth, always, um, because he was one of them himself, wasn't he? he? He came from sort of Scotland and not not one of the more established teams and went on and won the Champions League at Dortmund. Yeah, I think he went on trial there. Yeah. Ended up winning the Champions League. Was it Mirren, yeah. Yeah. So, um, did, did he sign you or were you there already? John Gorman signed me. Yeah. And then he got sacked in the summer and then Lambo took over. Talk to me about Lambo's first team talk that he would have given or the first time he would have named the I team. I remember, he just, he was, I did um, a sort of night, a Wickham night last year, this time last year. Yeah. And, and Paul Lambo was there, Martin O'Neill were there. And I think Lambo was just a Martin O'Neill clone. Yeah. Because they were telling stories about how he read the team sheet and everyone was thinking, because he said it so quick, trying to hear your name. <laughs> there was no, you're playing left back, right back, wherever. You just read the team sheet and walk out the room. And Lambo was exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. But what a nice fella. Like, <laughs> exactly that experience. So, which is why I asked you. And it's not even your full name, it's your surname. Yeah. So you're just sitting there. And obviously, you don't know how he works. So you're just expecting a normal manager to come in and do the usual stuff. Yeah. And then he comes, Easter, Jones, 
Nelson. Yeah. Gil. Yeah. <laughs> and you, at the end of it, you're looking around at each other thinking, one, am I playing? <clears throat> Two, if I'm playing, what formation are we playing? Yeah. Three, if my name wasn't there, am I on the bench? Yeah. There's so many questions there. And then Cully would be scurrying around after him, giving, him, giving you the proper information. Everyone's after <laughs> Cully there. Cully, <laughs> Cully, was I there? <laughs> but what a motivator, mate. Oh, mate, he was class. I played with him at Wickham. He took me along to Colchester. And then he tried to sign me when, when he was at Norwich as well. Did so. he? Yeah, I, I, I like Lambo a lot. He was good for me. What do you think, like, when you see a manager like that, who, you know, even though I hardly played for him, but... You know, I speak so highly of him, the way that he worked and got the best out of the squad. Yeah. Um, but then he moves on and he's almost seen as not a joke figure as a manager, but fans are on, on his case. Can't they? You yeah. know, he doesn't deserve another job and that. Where they just don't know the reality of how he works. No, of course they don't. And it's difficult for them to. They just look at it from, from the outside and they don't know what goes on day to day and how he works. And I can guarantee you now, if you spoke to... 50 players that have played with Paul Lambert, there wouldn't be too many who had a bad word to say about him. Yeah. Because he's a proper geezer. Did he rule by... It's that ruling by fear, but respect. <laughs> and once he... Once he... Once he trusts you, you know, whether it's training or, or games, that banter that he's got, he, uh, he can hold court for hours. Yeah, he loved it, didn't he? He loved the crack. Loved it. But yeah, he had his... I'm sure every manager has his favourites, but when you're one of them, it, it's good if you're not. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to be one of them, but if you're not, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on that side of it, that's for sure. What were the fines like? Because I, I remember just being on your phone was, I think in League One, 200 quid cash. Yeah. And then after promotion, it was 400 quid cash that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even if you just caught you checking the time on your phone. Yeah. And I've said it before, you can't get 400 quid cash out of a, out of a machine, mate. Oh, mate. You had to go to the bank to hand him the cash that day. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was on it, wasn't he, with his fines, mate? Yeah. Mate, I remember being on loan from Plymouth to Colchester. I can't remember who we played, but we lost the game. And he's gone round every player individually. Oh, my God. Pointing his finger at every player. One word description? One. He was going through your shit. Shite. Your shit. Shite. Shite. Did all right. Shite. Did all right. And then he's gone to, I can't remember the kid's name, some African kid, centre forward. Yeah. I can't even say anything about you. You're just need, you're, what did he say? You're just limited. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, wow, this geezer is off his tits. Mate, the way he did that, you're thinking, well, you can't get away from it because you know he's doing the rounds. He's doing the whole squad. Yeah. And he'll even go, he'll sometimes, if he's that unhappy, he'll do the lads who haven't even come on. You think you're <laughs> safe, mate. And he'll explain to you why you're not even in the squad. How you can't even get past this other lad who's shite. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Sometimes he'd let a young lad off, though. It might be shite, uh, fucking, uh, whatever he'd say, and young lad, I'll let you off. Yeah. And it's like, fucking hell, I'd crave for that young lad shout. Mate, imagine being that kid, though, who said, I can't even have a go at you, you're just limited. (laughs) Imagine being that kid when he got home that night. Do you know how how special it'd feel just to get a did all right? How yeah. happy are you if you've lost or something, you, yeah. you get a did all right. You know that, oh my God, you've yeah. dodged a bullet there, mate. <laughs> he was good, the one he made. Yeah. Was it a surprise to you seeing him pop up at Ipswich? Um, not at all, to be fair. Um, last year when he took that Stoke job, it was always going to be difficult for him. I hope he gets them going. One of my lads is at Ipswich, so I hope he gets them going, mm. for sure. And old Gilly's there. Gilly's there, great lad, Gilly. So he's a funny guy, isn't he? He must have been, oh, he's funny, yeah. It must be hard for him, though, to go from being under, tw- was he 23s? 23s at, at Norwich, yeah, 23s yeah. at Norwich to then go and be first-team coach. But it's a step up for him. I'm sure he's got some stick, but it's, you know, it's good and pleased for him. Yeah, Norwich fan, grew up there, do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> such a big call. For Lambert, though, like, it must be, obviously it's just business. Yeah. But you're thinking, you're putting your almost your legacy at, their rivals, yeah, Norwich, yeah. on yeah. the line, aren't you? Yeah, of course, yeah. It's ballsy, but that's why it's no surprise seeing him do it. He don't care, mate, does he? No. He doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks about him. No. That's the best way to be. Um, but I, like I said, I hope he does well. What, what, um, <coughs> what's next then with this agency business, Gemma? Um And what about coaching? Because I know we're on the A-licence yeah, together. Yeah, I've got a couple of bits to finish on that, um, which I've not got wrong to. But I've just been too busy, to be fair, with, with this new job. Um, it's early days, mate. It's, you know I mean, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an apprentice now. You know, it's like going back to YTS days, isn't it? And you're trying to grow your 
grow your stock. Um, but no, it's been good. The first 12 months have been good. I just signed a new three and a half year deal with the company. So it's all good. It's all moving in a positive direction. So how does it work then for a, for an agent uh, starting off? <coughs> are you with that company? You're saying you've signed a contract with them. Yeah. Is that a regular wage or is it dependent on what you bring in? No, no. So how it works is you get paid a salary and then whatever you bring in commission throughout that year, they take your salary away and then the rest of it gets carved up. So you, you get X amount as a commission. The yeah. company take X amount. That's how it works. And then you you know now, you know, you've had enough time to reflect on that. This is the business for you. Yeah, definitely. This is- I enjoy it, mate, to be fair. Um, I, sometimes I think in the back of my head, do, do I want to go down the coaching route but then at the same time I enjoy looking after young players and helping giving them the help that I feel like I never had when I was younger yeah um, and just being there for them and then watching their careers grow and hopefully they maximise their, their potential because so many good players never reach the heights they can because of the wrong decisions they make and hopefully I can be the person that helps them make the correct ones do you know like talking <laughs> how you used to be a, a hothead like you described um <clears throat> And that you're trying to give that guidance to, to people, is that is that one of the biggest changes? Because in terms of the dressing room where you meet these young characters and the band is flying and it's ruthless, yeah, that change then to having to deal with normal people who wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to cope with with the level of yeah, I call it what you will. I don't necessarily like the word banter, but yeah, you know it it was what it was. You've yeah. got to adapt. You've got to change. Of course, you? yeah. I, I remember being a kid and I was delicate as a kid, but then you just become immune to it. That's what that's what it is. Not everyone though, you know. It's it's a like lot. a sink or swim. Of course, yeah. A lot of people struggle with it. A lot of people struggle with it. I struggle to try to go from that banter now to being in a corporate environment, and I still want to be dishing out banter. And I'm thinking, I have to think twice now about what I say to people. Yeah. Because they might not, they might not be able to take it. It's a yeah, it's a huge change, and yeah, I think massive, yeah. I like to think that, that that's a strength. Like I can I can adapt to my environment, different yeah. people. But you're thinking to yourself now. If you see a, a fellow agent coming in in a, in a real baggy T-shirt, yeah. <laughs> you're not even allowed to say, mate. No, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm sat there thinking, I wish I could tell him this T-shirt's crap, but I can't. <laughs> but, but then it's, it's going to bother your meeting. I know how your mind works. That's all that's going through your mind for the whole meeting. You're not yeah. listening to a word they're saying. You're looking at it, not, whether not it's a anymore. T-shirt or a shit tie. Or a... Not anymore. Strictly business now. Yeah? Yeah. But you're I, able to switch off? Now I am, yeah. But three years ago, man, I'd have struggled. You got like you say, sink or swim. You got to adapt to your surroundings, don't you? Mm. Otherwise, you won't survive. One man who is adapting. You know, I know you <coughs> want to talk about him. He's adapting. You know the way he looks. Albie. Albie. Big Albie. What a character. I Aaron don't know. I haven't spoke or seen Aaron Wilbrand for a long time. Yeah. I'm gonna get him on the podcast, mate. Got him, mate. Got him. We will entertain you. Won't he? Massively. That man's Spent got some about stories. Seven grand on his gnashes. Yeah. He's had his hair done. Isn't he denying everything? He's even had Botox, the fella. Yeah, but isn't he denying everything? Oh, of course he is. Stone okay. cold denying, mate. I've got a picture. I did a picture on my phone of him at Palace and him now. Right. And the receipt is gone completely. And have you... Have you answered that question for me, scientifically? Well, have you asked him the question? Of course I have. I sent him the picture. And what did he say? Just says it's pepper. Just puts a little bit of this... Tobacco, or not tobacco, this like talcum powder stuff on his forehead, mate. And he's away, but he's lying, mate. He's been a turkey for me. He's had an all-inclusive holiday with a bloody received filler chucked in. I've got this photo that I screenshotted, almost knowing that I was going to be doing a podcast with you one day and I was going to ask you the question. But I know a lot of the lads are using that powder these days. I remember being at Hibs and seeing one of the lads, only like 22, and he was was struggling. He was thinning out a little bit. And he's using this powder. I'm thinking, what is this, mate? Hair bond, it's called. Mate, it doesn't... <clears throat> well, apparently Bex uses it now. He's, he's had his hair done. You've seen the pictures recently? Yeah. He's definitely had it done. Now, that stuff might give you a look of thickness, but it doesn't It doesn't grow your new hair, mate. No. Albie's got a fully blown skin fade. Mate, the geezer had no hair. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting styled. He's a fraud, mate. And you can tell him I told you that. I will tell him. I'm struggling to find this picture of him. But one of the funniest characters, yeah? Oh, but, he's a great man. Where were you with him? MK Dons? First met him at MK. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Honestly. He used to organise all the Christmas dues. Used to be, we used to do this thing where 
every Friday you would pick a team and you had to home win, away win, draw, and you collect points and all the rest of it, mate. He'd turn up with his busy little pad yeah. every Friday getting results and getting money off people. But he was classmate for the dressing room. He was he was one of the one of the best guys in terms of having in your dressing room that I had. Uh, and one of the ones that you stay close to now. Yeah, I have seen Albie about three or four weeks ago. Yeah, I was in Dubai with Albie a couple of years ago. Still speak to him regularly. We're texting and stuff like that. He's a good guy. He's lucky, mate. He's lucky. I can't find it's this. Fair play to him, mate. Uh, in terms, of, what is he now? He must be thirty nine now. He's how, still going. How is he still playing? God knows, mate. When, when I, I first met him, it's got to be eight years ago, and his back was in all oh, sorts mate, of trouble. I don't know, mate. What he's doing? What an inspiration! God knows, he's he's had all sorts of injections in that back, mate. I dread to imagine him at fifty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how many friends have you got, like within the football world? Um, my the ones I my closest friends in football, I would say uh, Jamie Mackey, mm. who's at Oxford now. Uh, Martin Devaney, who's the under-23s manager at Barnsley. Um, Liam Lawrence is one now. Um, he's retired, does a bit of Sky stuff. Yeah. And then I've got other friends, like Ashley Williams is a good pal. Um, a few of the Palace boys, Paddy McCarthy. But you know you, you are passing chips aren't you, in the football world. You oh, know you're only yeah. going to make a handful when yeah. you're going to stay in touch with them. Yeah, the, like I say, the ones, the ones I say, Martin Devaney, Davos and Laurel, they're the... i got to get Mackie on the podcast, haven't I? Yeah, Mackie would be brilliant. How much there, does mate. he... He just loves he loves getting his cock out, doesn't he? Oh, Every mate. night out. It's, have you seen it? The acorn. The acorn. Have you seen his little winky, mate? It's outrageous. <laughs> Gilly was telling me a story. They were out for his birthday recently and... Uh, the birthday came out, birthday cake came out for him, all the sparklers and that. Yeah. And by the time the cake had got to him, his cock's out. Mate, he can't help himself, mate. What's he doing? I had, uh, I don't know what birthday it was, 32nd birthday, and we went to Little Italy in Soho. And I had all the lads, mate. Next thing you know, we're having dinner, mate. It's like a nice affair. There's probably about 25, 30 people we're having dinner. Mackie's on a chair with his winky out, mate. Next thing you know, some big Polish geezer grabs him and just turfs him out. He can't help himself, mate. Any chance, as soon as a bit of liquor passes his lips, mate, his old boy is out. That's his go-to. Oh. How do you get to that stage where that's your thing? Mate, if, that's, if that's in my pants, mate, I'm keeping it firmly inside. <laughs> Coming out. Never. Never. No, not for a woman, not Nothing. for anything. No. <laughs> you don't want anyone to see it. <laughs> but you look in good shape, Chama. Top man, mate. Hey. You've been going down to the gym. I've been hearing regular stories about you, mate. You know, I'm in the gym keep, every day, mate. Keep hearing. Oh, I've seen seen Jermaine East in the gym. He's working yeah. hard. Get down there, mate. In the morning, do me stuff. My partner in crime, Dolan Ebenezer. He keeps seeing you, doesn't he? Yeah. What's he doing there, by the way? Why hard worker? Is he hard worker? What's he doing? Mate, he goes in there, has a quick look at some of the machines, mate. I see him walk out about half an hour later. I'm dripping in sweat, mate. Absolutely blowing me balls off. And he ain't got a smidgen on him, mate. Maybe it was like a yo- a stretch day for him. No, I've cut, I've kept my eye on him because I thought the first few times I'm thinking he's got to be doing something in here. Yeah? Yeah. I thought I'd have a watch of him, mate. He just goes round, does a poxy little uh, uh, bicep curl, little bicep curl. Yeah, yeah. does it? Does a bit of core. Peck deck. God knows what he's doing, mate. But he ain't doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass that message on <laughs> to him, mate. But I, I don't think we're going to go into exactly what it is, mate. We'll round this off. We've got something to train for, haven't we? You know. Oh yeah, looking forward to that, mate. I keep thinking I'm going to get dropped today. Don't be so bloody stupid, mate. You've got that. You need to deal with that negative part that sat on your shoulder all the time, mate. What? Yeah. Big. What I'm going to do is, you know, we've been called up to some kind of tournament, haven't we? Yeah. You know? I can't wait, mate. Oh, it's going to be classic. Have you seen the 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 world team? I've just heard one name. I've got it. I've got a team on my phone here. I'll show I've you. I've got one name, so. Ah, hey, who cares about not telling? There's a soccer sixes tournament and we're in the Wales squad, aren't we? We are, mate, and it's going to be brilliant. Well, three it? days in Glasgow, start of January. All I've heard is Robert Perez is playing against in the rest of the mate, world. I'll show you the team now, mate. Do you know one thing I'm not bringing with me? <clears throat> this T-shirt. Well, no, you should bring it, mate. It looks really cute. <laughs> Come on, give me the squad. Right. Because this is going to be a good avid. Michael Owen, playing for England. Emil Heskey, David James. Um, and Robert Pierce, they're Wes the only Brown. names. Where's Brown, yeah? Where's Brown's in it. Um, where's his team? Oh, you keep looking for that. You're slower than me looking for Albie's photo, mate. There we go. What have you got for me? Albertes, De Boer. So mm. I'm, I'm not sure which one. Ococha, mm. Pires, Mendieta. Oh, 
Koch is going to be a handful, isn't he? And that's the keeper there. Oh, Bayer. Bayer. Vitor or Victor Bayer? That's the one, Portuguese. Mm. Yeah. My God. What are the chances? If you if you go to the bookies right now, over prices, <coughs> Okocha to Megmi. What, so, what are you thinking for the price? I hope so, and you've seen those things on Twitter. The little gif. No, with the tune, you know, they play that song. And, oh, the Titanic one or something. That tune, mate. I hope they do it with you. There's, there's <laughs> every chance Okocha. He's not going to Megmi. He's going to Megmi and then come round and do it again. And do you know what? I'm okay with that. Just keep them closed, mate. It's a part of life. What, these long legs, mate? Keep them closed, mate. I think it's a compliment. You can't go around me, so they've got to go through me, have they? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, mate, but you're looking good shape. I'm sure you're going to be a handful. You too, pal. And hopefully you're going to get that goal for Wales. Hopefully, mate. Hey? It's overdue, isn't it? It's you well got, overdue. You've got enough chance. I think we're playing like six games a day for three days. Three games a day. For if you don't days. score, mate. Oh, mate, if you just, just delete my number, mate. After that three days, right, if I don't get megged yeah. and you don't score, oh my God. You've had a stink, man, not you? Well, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been megged, mate. I'm going to be happy, mate. Yeah, I, think well, I have, yeah. There's every chance I'll get megged and you're hopefully going to get your goal, mate. Mate, if I don't, mate, you can give me a rib tickler. I think so. Yeah. I think I'm going to wind you. Good. Yeah, at the bar in the evening. Top, man. Looking forward to it, Janet. Thanks, mate. Cheers, pal. There we have it, everyone. Good to hear from the man himself, Mr. Jermaine Easter. Good to see he's doing well, coping well after retiring from playing football, thriving in the agency business, and uh, I'm sure many successful years to come for him in that world. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed too. If you did, leave a review, subscribe, uh, leave a rating, all the usual stuff, and tell a friend. Get a friend onto the Longman's Football World podcast. And... If you're well speaking and you want a little taste of football action on the podcast, earn a path with myself and Malcolm Allen. Go and check that out. Until next time, thank you. Goodbye.